What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Cup, the currently unnamed podcast, where we put the T in reality, and you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I am Anissa Long, also known as Sam DMV, also known as Sam DeMonte Verde, your fellow friendly 5'4", trans, non-binary, Filipino, Canadian, mentally unstable, hot mess, hailing all the way from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Scarborough, if you want to be specific. Um, And today we got some real Canadian natural spring water. Uh, cause hydration. Uh, and yeah, first off, before I do my intro, if you hear that little beeping noise coming through, it's because my roommates, uh, needs to change the fire uh, alarm and I don't know where the batteries are at, so, sorry. Uh, but, I'm AJ, I'm a 22-year-old college graduate who plays way too much Smash Bros, except for this weekend when my car broke down on the way to a tournament. Um, and we're talking about the mole today, and I will continue to drink water. Almost every week. Unless yeah, I get access to a Starbucks, then I'll gladly be drinking, like, a white chocolate frap or something. Just, like, Ooh. something to Yeah. You know, actually, fun fact. Like, my first ever drink from a Starbucks around when I was, like, excuse me, like, 11 or 12 or so, because mm-hmm. I used to live near one, um, was a white, cho- a white chocolate uh, mocha. Ooh. Well, I used to get this, like, chocolate cookie crumble frap, because I don't really drink a lot of coffee. Like, I'm, I'm, like, a basic bitch. And I started losing weight lately. I don't know if it's been obvious in the in the pods, but, you know, just in case. But I went from, like, a 500, 600-calorie drink to, like, a 300-calorie drink. We, I love that. We've just been vibing, you know. Just, just no, but congrats, congrats. Thank you. But we're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about them all. <laughs> yes, we are. Um, and we are talking through episodes seven through nine, and a lot happens despite how, like, how small the cast is mm-hmm. now. Um, so last time we checked, last time we were with y'all, Kasi took the exemption. It's final seven. Kazi's in a nice, a nice luxury hotel all to herself while everyone's just in a little desolate room chowing mm-hmm. uh, down on ramen noodles and sleeping on sleeping bags. Yeah, um, so I, I will be mentioning this throughout the episode because Avery did a Q&A video on her YouTube channel um, about the season. And something she mentioned is they did unchain them, which was something we had talked about last week, but we weren't sure if they unchained them after the challenge. They oh, did. Okay, um, but, yeah, they were all a little bit uh, bitter <laughs> for that evening. Yeah, I think we said it We said it before towards the end of, of our last episode, but, like, Kasi truly, like, mothered. She ate mm-hmm. She really did. Goes up, unshackles herself. Puts that key back, snags that exemption card, gives him a smirk, and walks walks out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So then we get to... Oh, I also forgot to mention, I don't know if we mentioned this last episode, but, like, we also get this um, confessional from Kasi being like, "Uh, I'm not sorry about it. (laughs) I mean, they all would have done the same thing. And she's right. They all would have. Yeah. And... Again, Avery talked about this in her video. She's like, yeah, I was going to take that exemption if I got up there. Absolutely. Why wouldn't I have? Like, exactly. Th- this was, it was 10 grand. It's not like 10 grand. 20, is going it was actually 20 grand. grand. It was 20 grand. No, the chain mission was 10. It was 10. Oh, oh yeah, it was. Yeah. Ten, chain mission was 10. And she's like, it's 10 grand. It's not like it was 
$25,000 or anything like that. Yeah. And she also knew that somebody else would have taken it if she didn't, because need I remind you, Greg was still in the game. Joy was still in the game. Like, all of these people that we know are avid game players that would have taken this exemption. And yeah. Rick Reward made the most sense for her game. It did. It it really did. Um. So, uh, we got them just talking in back in this hotel. Uh, everyone's still mad. Kazi doesn't regret, regret her decision. So, we get to the quiz. We're standing around 49500 bucks. Mm, uh, yeah, as of this point, it was 49500 which for the group, um, almost double what they had when Joy snatched 25 k out of the pot. Um, yes. Yeah, th- they're doing a lot better than they were at this point. They are. Mm-hmm. So we... So we get a couple like names getting thrown out. We get like Cosi. We got a oh sorry, not Avery. We got Casey thrown out, mm-hmm. and I think we also get a bit of Joy thrown out as well. And I think those yeah. are like, the main three. Mm-hmm. And then they're just you know going back and forth a little bit. And it's final seven. This is when your suspicions are going to start getting heightened uh, more than they already were. Hedging right. your bets can only work for so long, and I think people are starting to try to like nitpick because they know if they figure out who the mole is before that final quiz, they're guaranteed to make it a lot farther than people that are still hedging their bets. So yeah. you can only be safe for so long. Yep. I think really at during the final seven, like the only names as like in this episode alone that really weren't being thrown out were Avery, were Will. And, and at this Greg. point, Jacob, Jack, no one really threw out Jacob's name at this point either. Oh, no. Casey. Casey did. Avery. Oh, she did. You're right. You're right. Casey threw out Jacob. Avery always had her suspicion on Jacob. Mm-hmm. Well, especially after the uh, bank heist. The bank heist, yeah. Was, she was pretty sus of him. But oh, I, mean, can't, I can't really blame her because the man can't count, apparently. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, and I feel like there was a bit of foreshadowing, um, especially with one person in particular, uh, which just who just so happened to get eliminated, um, which is our dear COVID nurse in Casey. Yeah, um, the Decker quiz that morning after the hotel. Um, now it was Casey's time to go. Which kind of unfortunate. She was a pretty fun character when she got screen time. Um, but I feel like we all kind of knew it was going to be Casey at this point if she wasn't the mole. Yeah. For me, when I was when I was watching it, I was, like, fully set on, like, it was either Casey or Jacob. Yeah, because Greg was still getting the same edit he had been getting of this, like, sneaky little game player. And Will has also been getting the same edit on yeah. being the omnipotence that he supposedly is. Uh, he provides all of this money for his beautiful pot that he has created himself, yes. Um, and then you have Joy, who's been the main character of the season at this point. We knew yeah. Coffee was safe because of the exemption. Avery's and getting the game edit. Yeah, Avery's getting the game player edit, too. So between Casey and Jacob, we it was only one of the two of them going to happen. And because people were suspicious of Jacob and not really as suspicious of Casey, mm-hmm. I mean, it just made the most sense. Um, but I will say, Casey, not purpled, which is... Not at all. Purple. 
Yeah, especially after the uh, mountain mission. She wasn't... There was no way for her to be purpled after that. I feel... I feel like she started losing the purple after um, the the button, the red button. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because even during the prison mission, when I mean, she was one of the two masterminds of the prison mission, yep. it was so much more focused on Dom and how it he was. reacted to everything than her. But Dom was a very big character for the first half of the season. So I can kind of understand. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so without further ado, we go on to our next mission, uh, and it is in an art museum. Mm-hmm. So the candidates are taken to this art museum uh, in Sydney, where they are shown two pictures that are both called modern art um, exhibits. Um, they're both it's kind of hard to describe one of them. The other one is kind of easy to describe, <laughs> but, um, we're okay. two pictures that both look like stereotypical modern art, which is the whole thing. Yeah. Like it's just random so painting. We get, <laughs> so on the left, we get this almost like Jackson Pollock esque kind mm-hmm. of splatter paint mm-hmm. uh, with a bunch of like splats of like yellow of green of blue and red. Mm-hmm. And there's six colors in the painting, which is something that will be touched upon <laughs> during the next little bit. Yeah. Um. So then, and then on the right, we get this, like, it's almost like stenciled in the words. Octagon. Of, yeah. Of, and then, yeah, an octagon, a uh, kind of corona around it. Yeah. Um. And it's just the word stop. A little bit of, like almost like burn shading on the outside of the octagon. But, um, so Alex says, okay, so we're going to ask all six of you to pick which one of these paintings was painted by a real artist that's on display here at this gallery. And which one of these paintings was painted by the mole. And each, everyone gets to guess individually. This is not a group decision. Everybody gets an individual guess. Um, so Jacob, Joy, and Avery choose the stop sign. And then Greg, Cossie, and Will choose the splatter painting for various reasons. Uh, I remember a couple of people were saying that the splatters, because there were six colors, it could represent the six of them. Um, and like each color could have like some sort of like representation of who everybody else was. Some people thought the stop sign was a little bit on the nose. Yeah, they were like, oh, um, it looks too perfect. Like that can easily be like stenciled in by any anyone. Mm-hmm. Um. And then Alex is like, okay, well, one of these paintings is about to self-destruct. And they pull the Banksy, and the art just, the stop sign picture just slides into the shredder. And it comes out in ribbons on the other side. So Avery, Jacob, and Joy were all correct. And Greg, Cossie, and Will were all wrong. And this is when this mission kind of takes this weird left turn. Um... And I will admit, out of all of the episodes this season, this is the one I think was kind of the least fully constructed. Um, that felt the most half-baked to me, if that makes any sense. Uh, the mission yeah, itself, like, is I like the idea of it, but I don't feel like it was developed properly. Yeah. Um. So after this, we get into... What do we get into? So, uh... Avery, Jacob, and Joy are all taken separately into three separate vehicles. Um, and 
that's all we see of them. They just go out and they're going to get a prize. What we're told is that they will have the opportunity to compete for an exemption on the quiz. Um, Greg, Cossie, and Will, however, just go back to the hotel for the evening. They don't do anything. Mm-hmm. So what we find out is this mission is for $20,000. And between Avery, Jacob, and Joy, two of them did a crazy once-in-a-lifetime kind of random experience in their life that ha- you know that would be completely off the walls of the average human being. And one of them went into a hotel room and did absolutely nothing. Yep. So okay, the, yeah. Sorry, I wanna I wanna interject real quick because with this edit, we get we see Jacob going into somewhere, and we see Avery going into somewhere, and we see Joy going into somewhere. The thing is, we see Joy going into like a hotel. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm fully set. Joy Joy is gonna be the one that does nothing. Yeah. Um. During the edit, I was trying to think like. Okay, I don't know how much control the three of them have over who goes where and all of that, like the order of the people and any of that specific stuff. Uh, and I'll talk about it a little bit after we cover the whole mission. But Avery revealed a little bit more behind the scenes about this particular mission as well that the edit didn't really cover. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but so Avery, Jacob, and Joy, two of them go out and do this crazy, unique thing. And then one of them just goes back to the hotel and does nothing. Greg, Cossie, and Will are told that the three of them are going to come in individually and tell them the story of what they did last night. Um, But one of them is lying. And if they can pick which of the three of them is lying, the group earns $20,000 for the pot. If they pick incorrectly, they'll all get an exemption from the next quiz. And by them, I mean Avery, Jacob, and Joy. Um, which would mean Greg, Cossie, and Will would have a three-way exempt, uh, fight in the quiz, and that's that's a little spooky. That's very um, spooky. I mean, we saw what happened to Samara uh, with the five people in the after the Red Button mission, yep. and that was five. This was three. Oh, no, I think it was six with Samara. Oh, wait. Which group had six? It might have been six for them. Yeah, I can't remember so which group had the extra. The group... The group that Samara was in was a group of six. Okay, so yeah, they have the extra then. Um, but yeah, so the group, um, they each come in individually one at a time and tell the story of the night that they just went through. Um, Jacob goes first. <laughs> His story was a bit odd, if I remember correctly. Um, and I'll be real, out of the three of them, this is the story I remember the least. Um yeah, because Joy and Avery's stories got such a long time in the episode. They got like five or six minutes each. And then Jacob is just like a three minute like blurb of nothing almost. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. I also noticed throughout like, especially within like the second half, um, Jacob has this like cringe face or whatever. Yeah. And we get to see a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll just say it. Like, uh, sorry, no, actually, no, I'm not gonna say it yet. Um, but so <laughs> Jacob says, what he went to, he went into like a a dark room or so, 
Mm-hmm. And he saw this table, and there were like three cloches. Mm-hmm. And that was about it. And like, it was a very odd story. <laughs> yeah, like he talks about like eating a eating a grub. Mm-hmm. You had and, to eat bugs and stuff. Yeah, and. You know, they didn't tell them what these unique experiences would be, but, no. you know. Uh, and then Greg and Cosi and Will are all allowed to ask questions for more details. And Greg is just going through these questions. Like, he is mowing people down the entire mission. It's very entertaining. Um, no, Cossie's- this is oh, actually, like, one of the times I also, like, enjoy Will. Because he's actually like, because I noticed he was dead on. He was like staring them dead in the eyes, mm-hmm. like for almost anything. Yeah. In case they slip up. <laughs> um. So they finished questioning Jacob. Uh, they're a little suspicious of Jacob after his story. Uh, and then I'm pretty sure Joy was next, or was Avery next? I think Joy was next. Um, Joy comes into the room. And she's stone-faced. And we know this lady can lie very well from the bomb mission. Yeah. Uh, the bomb on the table for dinner. We know she can lie. Um, but she comes in. She says, yeah, uh, I got, I sat down in a chair and a snake crawled all over my body. <laughs> yep. Oh, and she said up into her hair, all, all around her neck, her chest, like her whole body was covered by the snake. Um, they just... You know, they keep asking Joy questions, and they're like, oh, well, what color was the snake? Where was, uh, like, how was the snake oriented? Mm-hmm. What was, where was the head at? Yeah, and the tail, like, which hand was each side on? Um, and, you know, Joy clarifies that, try to trip her up with the position of the snake at one point, like you mentioned. But other, she clears it up really well. She did a really good job presenting herself. Oh, she did a, um, she did a great job. Whether I mean, she kind was of the truth or lying, she, she still did a great job. Yeah. Um, and after Joy, Avery comes in, and she said that she walked on hot coals, which is something I, you've probably heard people doing before. I've never done it. it. Sounds spooky, and I would hate it. I've kind of always wanted to do it. I could never. Um, and they asked Avery if she did it with like shoes on or if she was barefoot. She said she was barefoot. And then Greg had the most cringy moment of this entire mission. And he looks at Avery. He says, okay, well, did you burn your feet? And she said, no, I didn't. And he said, okay, can we see your feet then? And it was just, why would I show you my feet? Yeah. I'm not going to show you my feet. It was so cringe. And you know, Greg, like Greg is openly gay. So, we don't have to worry about him being like pervy here, but it's still no. just really cringe. Um, <laughs> but, um, so after this, the group seems to be split. Um, Will is pretty dead set on Jacob. Cosi seems pretty dead set on Avery. So, they kind of leave it up to Greg to choose between the two of them. Uh, and the group ends up thinking that Jacob is the one that was lying. Uh, and then Alex brings everybody back into the room, asks everybody what they did last night. And Jacob says, yeah, uh, I was led into a hotel room and did absolutely nothing. So 
They correctly guessed that Jacob was the liar. Uh, Avery actually did walk on hot coals. Joy actually had a snake crawl all over her. Uh, and they earn $20,000 for the group, which at this point, that's a big amount of money for them. They're at $69,500. Um, out of a more importantly, world. more importantly for them, nobody got the exemption, which yeah, huge. Um, out of a possible, how much? Because uh, I know you're, I know you're very keen on that as well. One hundred and ninety-three thousand dollars at this point is how much they could have earned. Wow. Yeah, I mean, grand scheme, they could have had a little bit more, a little bit less, just based off of um, like. If, this is if they earn the max amount of money on every single mission. So, like, if they would have ordered all 18K from the mailed mission, all 20 from the bank heist, which we all know that was not possible. Um, but, um, yeah, so they all figured out that Jacob was lying uh, and got that money. So what I was mentioning, though, is Avery talked about the behind the scenes of this mission, and it turns out her and Joy would not have gotten that exemption had they picked the wrong person jacob was the only person offered the exemption so oh. i i was kind of stunned i was like that seems a little unfair but then again like they did say a shot at exemption like there's That's a true. chance you would get a, an exemption but it also i agree is kind of unfair as well mm -hmm. especially for avery and joy yeah i mean if you look through the missions before this up until this point you had the um the first time they offered an exemption was the red button mission and that was literally whichever team gets it done first the whole team gets it and then you had the um chain mission and it was based on who the group decided to go first pretty much um and then you had joy bidding on it which that was offered to anybody who didn't look at the um dossier case folder or whatever things yeah. On the players and at that point anybody who had been offered an exemption you had to at least earn the opportunity right mm -hmm. uh, and it was equally given out to everybody anybody could have bid more money than joy anybody could have fought harder to be the first person unlocked from the chain other than kasi anybody could have scavenged for that red button uh clue before anybody else it was never directly this person this person this person yeah. um but here yes they did have to guess the right painting so I, to a degree, I can kind of see that, but Avery and Joy didn't even have a shot of the exemption. So it does seem a little slanted. It does. Mm -hmm. um, but after this mission <laughs> comes what I feel like is probably the most single iconic moment from this entire season of the mole. Uh, so we're at dinner. Uh, Alex has revealed that there will be a quiz after dinner. Everybody's in their, you know, nice little dinner outfits. And Alex asked the group if there's anybody, anyone who wants to say anything, anybody want to get anything out into the open. And then the queen of good TV, Joy herself. Joy Schweitzer. What a goddess, the pilot herself, uh, looks at Jacob and accuses him of being the mole. And at first you're like, oh, okay, I can see where you're going with this. We'll hear you out. And she says that Jacob has been contributing nothing to the pot, that he's basically runs this guy a new one. And then she ends it with saying, and I quote here, I believe you're the shithole mole. And it was so good. And you just cut to like Greg as that like oaf is up. 
Yup. Yeah. No, I was going to say that too. I was like, Greg's face. I mean, is it, you know what I'm talking about? It's like the gay of the. Oh, yeah. The, 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 that face. That one right there. Oh, yeah. And it was just so good. Um, and the ironic part about it is everybody else stays quiet. Nobody else brings up their suspicions. Joy's just out throwing accusations around. Um, but the line of, you're the shithole mole has. Iconic. I'm sorry. Joy Joy ate that. Oh, she ate, she ate this entire season, but this specific moment is going, I feel like is already enshrined itself into Netflix reality history. Like up there with um some of the stuff from the circle with like the spice girls showing up on the circle and right. and just the entirety that is the first season of Love is Blind. Like all of these yeah. like specific moments just popping in there this is already probably the one that's gonna happen for them all like this is mm-hmm. the moment of the show and joy if you are listening to this we just want to remind you that we at the cup here are massive stands and uh please grace our screens again at some point please 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 oh, so God. that's the end of episode seven yep and we move into episode eight with a quiz as we alluded to moments ago um and in that quiz nobody's safe everybody's up for elimination here um and this is when joy reveals her master plan she has put suspicion on jacob because she does not think jacob is the mole and she wants people to guess jacob and get out and i'm like not only is that brilliant but you also gave us great tv in the process so what a goddess um and it kind of worked because Joy did not go home. Joy did not go home. Um, but you know who did go home? Tell us. It is our triangle god. Greg. I was really sad to see Greg go. I was really sad to see Greg go as well. I was just... I like Greg a lot. And I know Greg was annoying and a little cringy sometimes, but I think that's part of what makes somebody a good reality show contestant is that they aren't afraid to just be themselves and be a character within themselves. Um, and like and we brought it up earlier. We're talking about Casey, but like the whole Debbie Wayner of it all, like Greg was just freely himself, freely playing the game, openly being suspicious, openly, like trying to further himself in the game over the cost of everybody else. And we need that game bot sometimes, but also Greg was providing personality, providing fun moments. Oh yeah. And you know, it is getting late in the game. So we are going to have to lose people, but why did we have to lose Greg instead of furniture, Jacob or uh high and tidy, Mr. Will. Like I would have preferred to lose either of them over Greg at this point. I would too, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Very sad to see Greg go. Um, but final five. Yep, final five. At this point, we have Avery, Joy, Cossie, Will, and Jacob are left. Um, this is a very strong group of people. Like this is a very strong group of contestants. Um, yeah. I mean, we know. You well. T. Um, so. One of them is strong. The other one is strong physically. You know. Um, yeah, 
Um, four of them are strong players, and one of them is a strong mole. So yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, we head into the next mission, and this mission's weird, but I kind of love it. <laughs> I actually thought this was super entertaining. It was really entertaining, but it was also just completely random and wacky. Like, this is the kind of stuff that, I, like, newer reality show, like, seasons of older shows are missing. Like, part of the reason we love Survivor is because the older, like, the older seasons of Survivor is because they used to do this, like, random wacky kind of, like, challenges or rewards or things like that. Yeah. And Big Brother is the same way. Like, Pandora's Box was almost never anything that had serious game implications. Like, I vividly remember Rachel opening Pandora's box and getting, like, that whole thing with Mr. Spectacular. Um, like, that kind yeah. of wackiness. I feel like, really, I feel like, really, the only, like, quote-unquote game changer with Pandora's box was when Brendan opened it and, like, you know, he ended up at the jury house and then Rachel came into the... Well, there's that, and then there's the duo's twist. Oh, the duo's twist, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because Shelly got robbed. But um, other than that, nobody ever... Oh, and then Matt with the Diamond Power Vito. But, like, for the amount of times Pandora's box showed up, it was a lot of just fun stuff more than, like, game stuff a lot of the time. This is the kind of fun that I feel like a newer show is missing, and they're focusing on the game with all these advantages and twists and all that. And I can deal with a twist every now and then, but this was more fun, and I was here for the fun. Yeah. So, so, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 you can go. Okay, so um, the group uh, is told that they need to pick the person who they believe is the most observant out of the five of them. Um, there's a little bit of debate as to who they are going to choose, but it, it's pretty quickly that they settle on Avery. Um, so, Avery is taken away and locked in a cage. Uh, also, they're in Sydney, by the way. This will become important. Only reason I bring it up. Um, I think they spend the rest of the season in Sydney. Yes, they do. Um, I'll, I'm possibly not the... No, the, the next mission, they're not in Sydney. Oh, the, wait, yeah. Mountain, the mountains, yeah. Um, so they're in Sydney, and Avery gets taken away and put inside this, like, wire fence cage kind of thing. Um, and the other four are then separated into two groups. So you have the guys, which is Jacob and Will, and the girls, which is Joy and Cossie. Um, and they get taken to two spots. So do we want to focus on one group than the other, or just kind of weave in between the two? Um, let's do let's do like each group. Okay, so we need Joy and Cossie because they're easier to cover. <laughs> yes. Um, so Joy and Cossie start on top of this building in um called the Shifley tower on the top of this big observation deck right mm-hmm. um oh also to mention they're all the both groups are trying to find avery before the time is up which yeah. that's important if they do they get ten thousand dollars for the pot yeah um, they both need it they both need to open they both have a key to open mm-hmm. avery's cage yeah and they both there are two locks and they need both keys to open both locks yeah. um and avery has a couple things in her cell uh, but those will become more relevant later. The most important thing, though, is she has a cell phone and she can call both groups to yes. like talk to them and help them out. Um, so, Joy and Cossie are asking Avery if she sees anything. Uh, and Avery says that there's a big hole above her, like in the ceiling. And she looks up and notices, oh, there's a bunch of birds just flying in a circle around the roof of this building. Um, and 
Jory and Cassie are looking around on the top of this observation deck, and it's a little hard for them to figure out at first, but Joy spots these birds in this park. Um, and Cossie. Cossie. Cossie was struggling. <laughs> it was, it was kind of bad. Because um, Joy talked about it later, too. Cossie did not help Joy Cossie here at not all. at all. Yeah. Joy's just kind of like looking around, panning, and she's like, oh, there's the pigeons. I see the pigeons. We're going to head over there now. Um, um, and, oh, and also to be clear, the pigeons are not above Avery. Avery just has something to, like, indicate to them that there's a bunch of bur- pigeons that are, like, circling somewhere in this park. Yeah. Um, so... Joy tries to railroad Cossie to this park. Cossie's like, I don't see the birds. What are you talking about? And, and finally, she has the binoculars too. Yeah, they're, they're having these binoculars. Remember, they're on this observation deck. And they're just... Joy is trying her best here. She really is. She really is. But eventually, Joy makes Cossie find the birds. And they go down to this park where the birds are circling. And they find a guy who apparently is a guy that keeps homing pigeons. Um... And there are three pigeons that they can choose from. All of them have a tracker connected to an app on the phone that they're using. Um, and the bird's going to fly to a location. And they follow the bird. And hopefully, and one of those locations is going to be where Avery's located. Um, yeah. Which, then they'll be able to unlock the lock and all that. Yeah. Here's the kicker, though. They have to pick the right bird. It's not like they can follow all three birds at different times. They have to follow one bird. And if they pick the wrong bird, they automatically lose the mission because they can't go release the other two birds, apparently. Um, what did you think about that? Because I thought that was a really, like, neat twist to this. I, I, ooh, I found that one really interesting. I guess, like, just seeing them execute it was a bit hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the, just that part of it, it, as in general, like, I actually really like. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like TV, obviously as a player, I wouldn't. That would be that would yeah. be like very anxiety inducing. Kind mm-hmm. of. Um, but I don't know. For some, I would love to be in like Avery's position. Yeah, like if I were, if I were to do this, I would totally be in the cage. Hmm. I, I would prefer to be in the cage. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like you have less pressure in the cage than you do, like looking at the birds or. We'll go to Jacob and Will in a minute. But she had a little bit more to do, but I don't think she had a lot of pressure of writing on her because all she had to do was yeah. just tell people what to do. Yeah. Um, so, um, luckily, they have a little clue on... Avery has a, a kind of a bit of a, a clue for them to mm-hmm. pick the right pigeon because she just so happens to have an an article. Yeah, it's like a newspaper, a newspaper article. article. with a picture of a pigeon on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's all to be clear. She's also in like a, a pigeon coop kind yeah. of thing. Um, and it, it's they tell us that in the episode. But um, and she looks at this little newspaper article, and it has a picture of one of the pigeons on it, which she describes to Joy and Cossie. Joy and Cossie are then debating between two birds as to which of these two birds is the bird that Avery just described. Uh, this happens. This goes on for about two or three minutes. They're just going back and forth between these two birds. Finally, Joy's like, look, if we're wrong, you can tell everybody that I'm the reason that we were wrong and not you. And Gossie seems to, like, agree to that. So they release this bird 
and then they start trailing it on this phone app, trying to follow it. We'll come back to them in a minute. Uh, <laughs> so, what in the process did you, did you who between the two of them, who did you think was right, Joy or Kasi? Ooh, I would say Joy. Yeah, in the moment, I think Joy was more concrete in her answer. Oh yeah, and, Ka- and Kasi was kind of like, I don't know, what about this bird? And Joy yeah. just kept going like, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, Kasi was this like, bird. I just feel like it's I I just feel like it was it's this bird and. You know, it's just an instinct kind of thing. Yeah, because the thing is, the picture, Avery described the bird very well. From we did this. Yeah. yeah. And th- there was a name for the bird, too. I don't remember the name of the bird. Jimmy? Jimmels, Jimbles, something like that. Um, and Joy called the bird by its name, and she's like, look at the flutter. It like, fluttered its wings a little bit, and she's like, this is the bird. Like, this is obviously the bird. And Kazi's just like, no. No. I don't. I don't think so, Joy. <laughs> but regardless, they release the bird and they start tracking the bird. Jacob and Will, on the other hand, uh, they're lucky if they get to track anything because most of this mission they are in a pizza place, <laughs> just vibing. Yeah. So they are um, chilling at this pizza place. They call Avery. Avery's like. Um, I have a pizza box in the chicken coop for a restaurant called Bill and Tony's, which is the same restaurant that Jacob and Will are at. Um, and they're just trying to figure out what to do. And then Jacob's like asking if they can see the orders that are in place or if they need to deliver an order to Avery's location. And nothing's that nothing they're trying is working. Finally, yeah, they, they, I don't think they were allowed to, Mm-hmm. Like, give them any hope? Yeah. Unless um, they, they told them to do something. Yeah. And Avery's also not being very helpful to them either. I'll be real. She's kind of just like, well, they, they start asking her questions. She's like, let me call the girls back. And then she hangs up on them and goes to talk to Joy Acosta again. <laughs> and it, it was great. It was um, great. Finally, um, though, Jacob asked to see a pizza box. It, like, one of Bill and Tony's pizza boxes. And he's like, oh, there's a phone number on the box, right? Avery, you call this number and you order something and then we'll follow you out, right? And Will has a very good confessional moment here as well where he says, and I quote, Jacob had a good idea for the first time in ever. <laughs> yep. And, you know, I will talk a lot of crap about Will, but he's right about one thing. Jacob was furniture for a lot of the season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but the group, uh, so they tell Avery to look at this, and Avery's looking at the pizza box in her room, and she's like, there's no phone number on the box. What are you talking about? And I'm like, really? Really? Ooh, yeah. No, mm-hmm. that that's definitely on her. And I... I'm sure, like, I, f- I feel like that would be something that would happen to me as well mm-hmm. if I didn't crack under the pressure. Yeah. Um, again, I'll talk about this in a little bit, but Avery talked about this mission in that same behind-the-scenes video she did on her YouTube, and her reasoning as to why she did not uh, see the phone number on the box I thought was very funny. Um, but finally... Avery sees the phone number on the pizza box, calls the pizza in, and 
they send the order out with a guy on like a little scooter moped kind of thing. Um, And then Jacob and Will go to follow him. And then six more mopeds just appear. That part I found so like sick. I was like, that is (laughs) sick and twisted. Okay. For me, I don't know if you've ever, I don't know how much of a gamer you are, but it felt very much like shell game kind of situation where they just add like nine cups to muddy the ball. You got to keep your eye on the one. Yeah. And they do a good job of it. They follow the right moped. For the most part. For the most part. Well, okay. Will does a good job of it. Jacob is a little confused, as usual. Yeah. Um, But they follow the pizza guy, and they're going, they're going, they're going. And we then cut to Avery. Joy and Cossie get to the cage pretty early. I think they have about three or four minutes left. Uh, they undo the lock on Avery's cage from their key, so Joy and Costi do their part. They're completely done. Mm-hmm. Jacob and Will, on the other hand, get there just a little bit late, and they lose out on the 10 k for the pot, so the pot stays at $69,500. Um, and then all of the blame goes on Avery. Both of the guys trash her pretty hard here. Yeah, talking about how she didn't see the phone number on the box. And but, you know, uh, I will, uh, they're kind of right <laughs> is the bad part because they did what they were supposed to do. They waited on her to call the number because it was about 20 minutes after they told her to call before she finally called the number. Um, and, you know, Joy and Costi did get there in time, but you have to wonder if she would have called that number earlier if they no. would have made it in time uh, to get that 10K in the pot. I think they would have. They probably would have. Uh, the only thing I could say maybe they wouldn't have is if Joy and Cossie had less time to pick the bird. But even then, I don't know how long it would have taken her to order a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like Joy Joy and Cossie were... Or Joy, for the most part, mm-hmm. uh, was fun. Like, they were they were perfectly fine. It mm-hmm. was just more so on um, Will and Jacob's part. Yeah. Um, so in that behind-the-scenes video, Avery yeah. said, look, they gave me this phone. And they said, if you want to contact group one, here's the, you have two buttons, okay? One of these buttons calls group one, the other button calls group two. That's what they told her. They did not tell her that she could use the phone to call other people. So she was under the assumption that she couldn't use the phone number to call the pizza place. So she saw the number on the box, but she just didn't think she was allowed to call the pizza place. Mm-hmm. So she had to wait for a producer to tell her that she could call the pizza place before she called the pizza place because they didn't tell her that beforehand. Yeah. And we're going to stop you right there because we do have someone else coming in. The icon in the moment. The icon that's in the moment. Zoe. Hello. 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 Hold on. I'm going to mute my TV in a second. I'm so sorry. I lost my remote. It is like, <laughs> I call the moment. <laughs> I'm always entering with chaos. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, we're talking about episode eight right now. We just finished talking about the birdcage mission. Okay. Um, okay. Before we go any further, do you have any comments about the um let's see, the art mission, uh the shithole mole fiasco, or uh, Greg's elimination before we move past this particular topic. Or even Casey's elimination in that matter. Oh, and Casey as well. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the art mission, I felt like, I felt like the art mission was a little kind of genuine, like, when they were, like, looking at the pictures, just because, like, I don't too much know about art. So I would have definitely been like, okay, well, like, it's a new scene, new graphic. Will, like, looking at how Will was managing, you know, like, trying to make his decisions and also following, um, I forgot the firefighter's name, but also Jacob. following, Jacob. Yeah, yeah, Jacob, also following Jacob as well, too, like, I don't know, Jacob at that point, like, I feel like at that point you could kind of realize, like, he was just dumb, like, he's not, he's just not, like, not dumb, but I just, like, I feel like he just... I don't think he really knew what was going on. Like, I don't think he really knew, like, what was going on for real. But the art picture thing, like, I feel like that was a good challenge because that you could, like, you could genuinely, like, mess up if you were the mole. And, like, it wouldn't be kind of, no one would really catch on like that, so to speak, if that would make mm-hmm. sense. Because, like, easily be, like, I could easily, like, if I was the mole, I could easily, like, pick one that I kind of deliberately knew it wasn't it. And like have a stance behind there or back it up or whatever case may be. But I'm a good guesser too, so that would have mm-hmm. been But um and then like with the Greg elimination, first a Greg and Casey. Casey, I wasn't shocked by that just because like I kinda like I didn't think she would make it to the end, but a part of me thought she was mole, so I was just like, you know, thinking like, okay, like maybe like she like maybe she's just playing like a real good game but to know that she got eliminated and like you know like she got eliminated and then like you're not (laughs) oh so you like you playing the game for her she played a great game like i feel like her and greg played an amazing game like greg was the shocker for me like i was about Mm -hmm. to i was about to cry a little bit because when greg left like I feel like I'd rather have Greg stay before Casey, but even then, they, well, they both left anyways, but mm-hmm. Greg, like Greg's um, le- um, leaving was a shocker for me because I just, you know, I wasn't expecting that at all. But then with Casey, I was just like, you know, I wasn't expect. I really wasn't expecting to see Casey at the end. If she wasn't the mall, I wasn't expecting to see Casey at the, like, at the end, to be honest. Like, I feel like she would have, like, there was going to be a slip up at, at some point. But mm-hmm. you know. I honestly thought coming into the second batch of episodes that the final two were going to be Pranav and Avery. Yeah. And Greg were going to be the final three. Yeah. And I thought Avery was going to end up being the mole and that Pranav would win and Greg would get second. And the fact that Pranav's that- out now, Greg's out now, like. That hurt my yeah. feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was complete open season. And. <laughs> Okay, but to be clear, I want to ask though, how do you feel about Joy calling out Jacob before the quiz? (laughs) Like, when I tell you, I sat there and I was like, oh my gosh, like, Joy, like, why are we doing this? Mother. Literally, she ate that up. But, like, to be honest with you, it's so, like, from watching, like, Big Brother and watching, like, all these other, like, reality shows and where you have to have these, like, votings and have to have these sit-downs and where you have to vote for somebody, it's so interesting with the mole, like, how different everything has to be. Like, you can can accuse somebody and, like, kind of divert everyone's attention from you or whatever the case may be and, like, mess everyone up. Like, you can deliberately do that. So when Joy did that, it kind of caught me off guard because I was like, damn, like, Joy, like, I don't think we should do this right now. But I'm like, well, when she went, like, when they got her into her confessional, I was like, okay, well, that does make sense because technically you're supposed, because you're supposed to get the wrong answers on the quiz. So I'm like, 
okay, well that does make sense. If you put the if you accuse Jacob, like either them put, accusing either if they were to vote you, Joy or Jacob as the mole, it wouldn't matter because it's them getting out before you. So I kind of Joy's gameplay throughout the whole season, even though like she frustrated me bad. Her mm-hmm. whole gameplay this whole season, she earned the final spot. Like she earned her final spot. Like she well, earned about the later, Zoe. We're not there yet. Like, <laughs> but like she <laughs> like from that from the beginning of the season to this point, she has eight. Like her strategy, her gameplay, like even like washing from home, you wouldn't like you don't even know. Like she's keep she's always two steps ahead, even for the viewers. Like you think you know, but then she does something, it's just like Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I guess not. <laughs> I guess but not. um, so like we mentioned, though, we had the pizza pigeon mission. We just talked about the results of the pizza pigeon mission. Um, how did you feel about the pizza pigeon mission, Zoe? The pigeon mi- Okay, that one I don't remember too, too, too much, too much. So you have to like kind of like rerun mm-hmm. back for me a little bit. Uh, Joy and Cossie were on top of the building. They saw the circling homing pigeons. Well, Joy saw the circling homing pigeons. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, I remember mm-hmm. now. Yeah, I yeah. remember. The, first off, y'all already know how I feel about uh, Casey. Y'all, Casey, Cossie, uh, Cossie, Cossie, Cossie. Mm-hmm. Y'all know how I feel about her. Because, like, at this point, she's been getting on my nerves, too. Like, <laughs> she's been getting on my nerves bad. She she is, but I also found it like super entertaining. It was like I love it for the chaos, but I'm like, damn. Well, okay. I know if I was on that cast, I would have been irritated by how poorly a lot of people were performing in challenges, like consistently. Because outside of Casey, who literally did not have a single challenge where she did terrible the entire time she was there, outside of maybe climbing across that little rope at the end of the mountain mission, she did really well the entire time. Everybody else was bombing, and, and maybe Avery too. She didn't really do terrible other than the run in the mail mission. Every other time, every other player on this cast was doing awful all the time. And if I was not the mole, I would have been so frustrated by that. I would have been angry. Because Joy can't read a map. Greg can't swim. Will claims to be doing a lot, but he is doing absolutely nothing. Jacob is dumber than a bag of hammers, to quote Survivor Nicaragua. Like, all of these people are just doing absolutely nothing to contribute to the pot, and yet they're somehow making money. That's the real thing. Like, literally, you watch, if you think about it, you watch those seasons, like, how the fuck did y'all even earn money? Like, (laughs) really? Like, Like, you're all the mole. Like, to me, everyone's the mole in here. But, like, with that situation with Casey, I was like, first off, pairing Casey and together, first off, oh, or y'all know who I'm saying. But both, first off, pairing the both of them, the both people that irritated me the most, even though they both played a great game, the both people that irritated me the most with their gameplay, put, putting them both together, it's like, how y'all gonna trip over yourselves? Like, because that's what y'all be doing in every little game. So, but Casey, when she was like with the whole pigeon situation, that was like literally, I felt Joy's aggravation. Like, I felt Joy's aggravation with that because I was like, girl, are you serious? Like, mm-hmm. be, like, be for, like, be so for real. It was like at a certain point with Casey, my problem was that it was like, you're, you're trying to not earn money at the wrong time. Like, at the wrong time. Like, this is like, if I were the mold for me personally, there's like I have to come in with a strategy and there's this like 
if I have a way to not earn to not earn the money, I'm gonna do it. But I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna make it look obvious. Like I'm not gonna say not even just obvious, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it at incorrect points. And I just feel like when you're in a duo and you're trying to like and you have to get like I would if I were the mole, I would try not when I'm in big groups not like when I'm like by myself with an individual just because I need that person to get the wrong answer on the quiz so I'm gonna make it seem like I'm trying to earn money like I'm gonna try to reverse psychology it what caused it like or whatever you know who I'm talking about but she wasn't trying to she wasn't just trying to do that like she wasn't doing that she was like deliberately like every single mission that she has been in since this point not trying to earn money like Especially like I, I know we talked about it last last Sunday, but that bank heist, like be for a you're cold like, anyways like, ever since then it's just like you're deli- like at this point like you're deliberately doing things like, like it's mm-hmm. not sense. like it's it's just not it's making sense but it's just not making sense like that was just the wrong point so that with the pitching situation and that little mission that was already kind of getting on my nerves. Everyone else like I, I know like anyone who watches the mall. Kind at that point was starting to realize a couple of things but i'm not gonna say too much but with everyone else like mission i just feel like you know normal them like that's what they do like the same thing but case casey Kazi, she definitely irritated me with that little pigeon situation like mm-hmm. because it's one thing to like like the train mission right where she dropped the bag on the train that's an honest mistake you know you could you could attribute that to like okay that's a mistake you don't see the large flock of birds circling in the park through a set of binoculars. Like, come on. Like, come on. Like, be real. Through a set of binoculars while Joy is yelling at you saying she can see them. <laughs> That's my thing. That's literally my thing because at that point, it would we would have had to cut the cameras. Because I would have been like, <laughs> Be for real. Like, I would have been like, if, if you're the mole or not, please be fucking for real. Like, you know, I'm like, bitch, don't tell me my eyesight. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cuss, but don't tell me my eyesight is tripping. Like, I, got, <laughs> I just I just came from the eye doctor just last week. <laughs> the math was not mathing. That's, like, that's, that's the whole point. The math was not mathing. It wasn't mathing. Like, it wasn't. <laughs> At this point, am I delusional? <laughs> I felt delusional watching it. Honestly. I felt so delusional. <laughs> there, was, there was no. Okay. There was no logic. There was no. That was so irritating. Anyways, y'all, that was just really, that. That was a tough, a tough scene to watch. Like I would tell you, like I watched it, but it was just so hard for me not to like yell at the screen. Like, are you? Like, I see it. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Anyways, that just Casey just put. She do something to me, like. <laughs> So then we get to the dinner, mm-hmm. and Joy apologizes to Jacob. Yes, but then somebody else. Feel <laughs> like somebody else. Crazy. Joy, yeah. she's shaking the table up, but Joy is shaking the table up as she should, though. Like Joy, like 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 everyone was saying, because I think we were all saying on Twitter and stuff like that. I'm not on Twitter like that no more, but we were all saying it, and it was like with Avery Joy, Avery was trying to like do what Joy was doing, was trying to like follow her, like sub- not like deliberately, but like subconsciously was like doing the same thing that Joy was doing. But Avery just 
Joy was just doing it better. Like, Joy was just really doing it better. And, like, even though Avery was causing chaos, it was like she was kind of giving, she, she was kind of giving how uh, Kazi is right now. Like, the like it's just an aggravating chaos. It's like, it's not, it's not a smart chaos. Like, with Joy, she did at the correct moment. She thought about it. Like, it was well executed. The table shake-up with her arguing with Jacob ate that. That now you apologize and accusing somebody else. It's like, damn, like you really don't care. Like, I'll be honest, I did not think she should have done it the second time. I think the first yeah. time she ate, she ate it up, she got Greg out of the game. It was great, amazing TV, too. Like, all that mess. Doing it the second time makes it look like a play, like, makes it look like a ploy. But, and even, I was gonna say, like, even if you think about it, like. It's a ploy. Like, if I were to apologize, after I just shook up the table the other day, and I'm like, I apologize to you, Jacob, but then accuse somebody else or, like, just start some more shit, it's like, I, th- I know I'm not more. So, like, if you go vote for me, like, some, I know someone else is going to, like, try to be like, oh, well, I'm going to vote for her because, obviously, she's doing this on purpose. You know what I mean? So, it just flips the res- re- reverse psychology because before, people were like, oh, wait, maybe it is Jacob, but she's really calling him out. And then the second time she did it, it's like, Oh, she's apologizing to Jacob and then kind of started some more shit. It's like maybe she is the most trying, but not being good at it. You know what I mean? So that's how yeah. I looked at it for me. So Avery talked about a couple things because she released a behind the scenes video. I mentioned it before you got on Zoe a couple times. Um, and she uh, mentioned that when Joy did it the second time, she was not suspicious of the first time she wasn't even she was still suspicious of jacob because of the uh bank heist mission and a couple other things she said she was a little bit suspicious of jacob yeah. but uh she ended up becoming more suspicious of literally no one the second time because by that point she had narrowed down her answers to about two people and she had narrowed it down she said to Cassie and will at that point is what Avery claimed and when joy did that she was like now i'm leaning a little bit more towards will than i was cossie because i feel like joy is just trying to sow chaos and if joy's saying i think it's cossie because that's who she came after in this particular time after because she said she was missed the pigeons in the mission and she almost caused them to pick the wrong homing pigeon too that she was suspect of cossie because of that avery was like yeah uh uh, that's fishy, but the fact that you think it's fishy means that I don't trust you either. So I'm going to move my focus a little bit off of you and focus on the other two a little bit more because I think you're just trying to get people out. So and Avery was- read her well. Uh, and I think that's also been Avery's biggest strength in the game is that she has been able to read the other players and how they are going to react to things very well. Um, and... I mean, honestly, everybody left in the game at this point had a strength that they were bringing that made them get that far. Will was not, Will's biggest strength was not putting money in the pot. Will was able to just get people to do what he wanted all the time, like throughout the season. Um, Cossie controlled her perception so well. Everybody still, even if she wasn't doing well in the missions, she made people think that she was not doing the worst in the missions. And that was a big part of it. Joy was just sowing chaos the entire time and making sure everybody was like on their toes and trying to pull things. And then Jacob was furniture and somehow made it to the final five. But you know, hey, um, <laughs> Zoe's face. We do love ourselves, um, and on, um, I guess under the radar player, right? Do we? Do we? It's, it's either, 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 either or invisible on 
I would say uneducated. Right, like for me, like, got invis for the first half of the season. Let's be real. <laughs> I don't know. For me, I feel like Will had a better read than Avery. Like I just, for me personally, I felt like watching the season. I felt like Will, even though he wasn't putting no money, I don't know what the hell he had going on. <laughs> he had a better read on everyone in that room, and I felt like sometimes, like he wasn't like when they tried to restrict him from being able to, like you know, like for the mountain <clears throat> mission, and when they like. The mountain, first off, the mountain mission, that's just a big example. But then I think a couple of other missions where they wasn't really trying to allow him to get that leader role. Like, I think that would have gave Will a more clue in on, like, who was this place? Because I feel like everyone kind of knew that Will was reading everyone in the room, like, pretty good. And I think that's where, like, everyone else kind of, like, did good in their part or, like, the people who did speak up, like, did good in their part. And, like, well, Avery, because on the mountain, she Avery was the one who spoke up and, like, was like, nah, maybe you should stay back. I feel like that's, like, on their part as a player playing the game, that's good because restricting Will and pushing him back to being and not being able to really hear more discussions with the other players and really kind of read out the room. That was a good move. Like, with Avery, I feel like she was reading people, but I feel like she wasn't really, like, reading the room. Like, with Jacob, I would have been kind of clock. Like, I don't think Jacob's the mole, but I think Jacob's just kind of dumb. Like, I don't think he's dumb. Like, I don't want to say that, but I just think he has a bunch of blonde moments. And so, like... <laughs> Not the blonde moments. Really, like, the <laughs> moments. And, like, that would have been me in my head. Like, I would have just been clock that. But... I feel like, again, like, with Kazi, like, she did, I agree with you, like, her precipitation, like, how she had the control in the room, how people looked at her, was definitely something that I kind of admire, because she definitely, like, for me, you couldn't, no one could convince me that you're, not, like, no one could convince me, you can't even convince me that, you know, you ain't acting funny, but with <clears throat> everyone in the game, I guess it's different, because when you're in the game and you're in that moment, you're, like, kind of, like, oh, it could be anybody, it's just, like, you know, you're not gonna like, even though you know, you think you have an inkling that it might be someone, it's like you can't, like, it might not be that, you know what I mean? So, like, for her to have that control and be able to divert everyone from looking at her and kind of like looking at everyone else and hers being able to stay quiet at the at the appropriate moments is something that I do applaud with uh, Kazi. But Joy was definitely starting in a ruckus, and I did love that about Joy. Like I said, she here, <laughs> but she did what the fuck she needed to do, like, from beginning episode to now but um that was the episode that uh, <clears throat> that casey left because she obviously you know listened to joy no greg left after the joy blow up casey left before casey left at the uh at the casey left after the mountain mission i think and yeah. then and then it was the art mission then the jacob blow up by joy then greg left Okay, so yeah, Greg was the yeah. one who like thought it was like that's where that was the guy, and so like yeah, no. When I Greg just thought Greg was a smarter player than that. I think that's part of the reason why Greg leaving left a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth, because yeah. Greg yeah. just seems so intelligent, so knowledgeable about how to play the game, and I feel like a lot of other people just weren't in that same caliber that mm -hmm. were left. But I mean, maybe that's just me. No, I. <clears throat> I agree. Like, if it was Greg, if it was Greg and Joy, I think those are my top two. Mm -hmm. That that I would care. Greg. Well, Greg joined Casey because Casey actually did really good. Mm -hmm. Those I feel like did like play the game, but everyone mm -hmm. 
I just felt like <clears throat> maybe it could have been better black players that could have been entered in. Because like you said, Greg is just a smart, a very smart player. And I feel like Joy is too. And I feel like Joy brought the appropriate chaos. I feel like Casey brought that balance of like, you know, I'm just a sweet da da da, but I'm not gonna, like, you know what I mean? I feel like she was very strategic as well too, Casey. Mm-hmm. Like we, I always love Greg because Greg, I just love Greg. But I feel like everyone on that show needs to go on Big Brother or something like that because y'all just... They was y'all was. Can we get Joy Schweitzer on the challenge? Okay. Please. I feel like Flossie would kill it on the challenge too. Who? Literally half this cast would be really well on the challenge. I think. Yeah. I think the only ones we don't want on the challenge are like Greg would be awful on the challenge. Yeah, Greg would not eat the challenge. No, but it would be funny if Greg (laughs) were to go on the challenge. I feel like Mm -hmm. I feel like we underestimate Greg because you know there's a lot of players on the challenge that you know. That you don't think is gonna eat, and they be kind of no, no, no. But you, you know who in the in the mole we always underestimate, um, Sandy. Oh wait, hold on. I don't have the marker because I'm out of town. I but, um... Oh my! God. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me show my purple. Oh well. Throw off that purple because someone's got to beat me to it. I got purple, but you know, Sandy. Um, okay, the the, yeah. the bristles on my toothbrush are purple. There we go. Purple yeah. edit. There we go. Yep. My <laughs> The purple edit herself. So, <laughs> all that aside, we go back to um, the quiz. So, also before we before we talk about the quiz, one more thing now. Episode eight was the last batch of episodes we got. So this is the last because they did the first five episodes, then they did the next three episodes, and then nine and ten were released together. Um, yeah. And at the end of episode eight, we find out that. Cassie is safe, Will is safe, Avery is safe, and we're going into episode nine now, where either Jacob or Joy is going home. Which, can I can I ask, did either one of you think for even the slightest second that Joy was going home here? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like even if Joy was the one who got the most questions wrong, or right, or whatever, how you want to say it, I feel like the producers would have found a way to, like, keep Joy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What they should have done here, if they were wanted to edit it, because the thing is, what we've been told, they don't show, like, the, when they showed the results on the quiz, they do it out of order on the show, right? What they should have done, if they really wanted to keep us, like, in suspense, they should have done Will and Jacob, because I feel like those were the only two that could have reasonably went home at this point, and I wouldn't have questioned the edit. Like, yeah. yeah. Definitely, I, definitely, I definitely agree, because I was like, at that point, we all knew where Joy was going like I feel like we like like, the way Joy played her game and everything. I'm like, I knew Joy like gonna make it to the end. Yeah. Um. So, like, despite like Joy's name like still being thrown out, I don't know why, but (laughs) Joy's name was still thrown out. Um. Not surprisingly, Jacob's thrown out, and Avery's now back into the mix. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. I knew. I knew Joy wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, if Joy would have went home here, I would have really questioned the edit like a lot. Oh, oh, me because too. it because you know on a show like Big Brother, you can kind of say, well, that changes week to week. The edit can be hard to do. I get that. They yeah. put this a year ago. Like, if if the edit was that bad to the point where Joy went home here, I would have really questioned it because if if we were in a situation like. The predictive final three I had, which was Avery, Pranav, and Greg, right? I thought those were going to be the final three. Avery's going to be the mole. Pranav and Greg were going to be the last two. If Joy would have went home here then, 
I would have at least kind of understood it, but I, I just could not see a world where we have Kossi and Will still here and Jacob and Joy is gone. Like, I just, I just, yeah. So, but it doesn't matter because she didn't go home. Who did go home, Sam DMV? <laughs> well, who did go home was um, a table. I think we are insulting tables here. This man is like a freaking leg on a chair. Like, providing moderate amounts of support, but if you cut off the one leg, you still have the other three that'll hold you up. Like, like that is this man. Yeah. <laughs> and Jacob, like, Jacob was so sweet. And I like Jacob. Don't get me wrong. I like Jacob. He's so sweet. He's so sweet. But, um, I just personally, I was just like, Jacob, how did you last longer than a few players that got eliminated before you? Like, Greg. Like, Casey, 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 at that, that blew me, like, that Jacob stayed, and when, okay, when Casey went home before Jacob, for a small second, I was like, is Jacob, uh, is Jacob home? Because, like, (laughs) yeah, okay, low-key, I thought Jacob could have been the mole for a while, because there is no way that this man is legitimately as dumb as they are portraying him in this edit and is making it this far. It just didn't make any sense to me. But, you know, he wasn't, and he went home. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, very unfortunate. But, yeah, that one really, like, I, it's, it's like I'm not mad that he made it as far as he did because, as you should, you did what you need to do. You obviously knew how to play the game, I guess. But it was definitely if – it was definitely for a small second. I was like, damn, like, he might be – but when he got eliminated, I wasn't shocked. Like, I just, I wasn't shocked. Like, I was just like, eh. Like, we knew it was going to happen at some point. Like, we knew you were going to. Like, I think we all, personally, all the viewers, I think they all kind of knew that Jacob was just not going to make it to the end. Like, Jacob, either Jacob was the mole or he was just going to get eliminated at some point. Yeah. yeah. He just didn't get enough of an edit to me, honestly. But then... We we go to pretty much the last major mission before the final three, um, and I'll be real. I really did not enjoy a lot of this mission. No, I, no, no, because not at all. Because it just felt so anticlimactic. I think they were trying to make it feel like this big, grand, like kind of like a challenge final in a way. Yeah, but yeah. I just did not get that from this mission at all. Because literally all they are doing is climbing a mountain and they have to look for uh, frozen money inside of ice cubes. I will say it wasn't wasn't that that kind of made me not like the mission. It was like, again, it was just cosy like like y'all I want to cuss so bad. Like I want to cuss so bad because why did you take all of the money off the board like why did you why and then at that point if joy wasn't look like that's what kind of made me mad at joy too because i was like joy please please be so for real like joy be be so for real right now you are looking at that like all these all these things are lining up lining up and you're not and you're not like okay blocking anything so i can't go into it yeah we have to talk about it next episode because we're covering episode 10 separately but this episode, we're talking about it. Costi said in your professional, I am trying to look suspicious. Yes. I want people to think I am this, like, player who is trying to bring suspicion onto myself and be so obvious. But and you have 
so we should probably explain the mission first before we go into any more detail. So we had two teams. You had Joy and Cossie and Avery and Will, which also I find it really funny that Joy and Cossie are together in back-to-back missions <laughs> like this. Uh, I feel I feel kind of bad for Joy because Cossie's kind of been bad in both of those missions. But um, so I, I, think we also get, I think we also get something from Joy saying like, oh, you know, this is also good for me. Um, you know, at least it could confirm that Cosi could be the mole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, I think we also get something similar from Avery. Yeah. So well, we'll talk about that on next season. Why I feel like mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're climbing up this mountain and there are these little beacons that they're gonna find. Um, once they get to these beacons, they have a little tracker that they can use to find some ice blocks that are hidden. Also, this is like a really snowy mountain. We should probably mention that. Um, they find these ice blocks with this like tracker. And they have this like sled, they call it a polk. I don't know if it's like an Australian thing or if I'm just dumb. But, um, and they pull this mountain up to the top. Uh, they have two hours to get to the top. Uh, and each ice block is worth $2,000, I think is what it was. Uh, there are five blocks for each team. So if they get all tw- uh, 10 blocks to the top, that's going to be $20,000 for the pot. Um, and, you know, at this point, they were still at uh, 69500 because they didn't uh, finish the Pizza Pigeon mission. So they were really wanting this money, like, badly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but so they start heading up the mountain. And Avery and Will seem like they're doing a pretty good job together. They're, they're working well together. Will's pulling the sled because the one thing he can actually contribute is physical bulk, brawny strength. And he but- did a pretty good job providing that. And Avery's just, you know, vibing and helping him as much as she can because Will won't let her do anything because Will's demanding and controlling. I mean, Um, wait, hold on, hold on, because we have seen Avery perform in these last missions as well. And Avery loves to, oh, I'm tired. Oh, this. Oh, that. Oh, it's so like. Yeah. Okay. In the behind the scenes video that Avery was talking about, because I, I know I keep bringing it up, but it's the only outside of the edit that we have been got, get, gotten from anybody. No, actually, like, like that you bring it up though. Yeah, but she's the only person that's talked about her like full experience publicly without it being edited by anybody else. So this is the only person where I can really frame it. Avery mentioned that she is not an athlete. She doesn't work out. She doesn't do anything. The only thing she does is rock climb. That's it. So, right. I will and. Say- I just, that when I heard about that, because that was after we filmed last week when she released this video, I was so surprised that they kept on picking Avery for these physical things over Joy, because Joy <laughs> literally worked out. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say before you keep going, because I was like, when the train mission, I was like, how in the hell did y'all pick Avery to run before joy like joy got abs like do you not see joy like joy looks joy, like she- joy's got a great body literally mm-hmm. that's that she's was- 40. joy is 40 years old and looks like that by the way exactly. just- mom right <laughs> logical things for me i was just like at that moment right there that moment let alone right there i was just like why didn't you pick joy to run but when the mountain mission happened i was fine with that pairing because if it was avery and kazi like let's be real how far would they would have gone you mm-hmm. know so i get that but that moment right there with the running situation i was just really shocked like i was just i didn't i didn't understand that kind of logic for me i didn't understand and then you're gonna make you're gonna make joy read another map again question mark like are we really like are we really thinking about that like okay oh. Again, Avery talked about this in her behind-the-scenes video. 
she said Joy's way that she was trying to consistently sabotage the group was getting herself in charge of navigation by reminding people that she's a pilot and then failing at that navigation every single time. Literally. And it, I mean, it worked. <laughs> it worked <laughs> for a long while. <laughs> for some <laughs> odd reason. You got one time to show me you can't read a map. You <laughs> and then after that, you are. I will never pair. I will never be paired with you again. Like we're, you're not reading a map again. Like you have. If I was well, you have one time. And then I'm like, as the leader of the group, no, she's not going. She's coming with me. Like I didn't. I, that right there, you know how? Because Will always tried to play the macho in the group. So for me, I was just like, why didn't Will be like, oh no, Joy, you're gonna come with us? Like, why do you want? A like, I understand why you want Avery to come. But why didn't you want Joy to come over Avery? Because Joy was causing a little more. Even though Avery was being reckless with her chaos, Joy was really causing chaos from the beginning. Like, really from the beginning, beginning. So why didn't you bring Joy with you? That that right there, I just feel like mm -hmm. you when you're watching the mole, you see you see a lot of decisions that they make, and you can kind of tell that they made a messed up decision. That even if you weren't in the game yourself, like like you said, like you spoke before you thought about it, type situation, like. You were like, damn, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I'm making sense, but like, mm -hmm. there were certain certain decisions that they made in the group that even in confessionals, they said themselves like they, they didn't want to do that or they don't want to do this. But like, it's the same decisions that you see and you're just like, yeah, like you really didn't mess up. Like you shouldn't have done that. Like I would have done that. Even if I was the mole or not, like, you know what I mean? I would have done that personally, but you know. So they're climbing up the mountain. They're on two different sides of the mountain, by the way. So they're both climbing up separately from each other. And both groups find all of their ice blocks. And they're on, like, really good progress. They're making really good pace, really good time. And then Cossie decides to uh, screw everything up for her team. And Joy is the one pulling these, the sled up the mountain. You're right. Cossie is just kind of behind her, like, pushing, is what she says. Cossie then says, I'm going to be very, like, pointed. I'm trying to make people think that I am causing sabotage. And she leans over onto the sled and grabs not one, not two, but three of these ice blocks and just yeets them off the back of the sled. All of them, basically. And Joy literally goes, Cosi, what are you doing? <clears throat> no, 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 no. She wasn't Joy, even slick. Right. I didn't realize until they were at the next step. When mm -hmm. they were at the next step, like, and that's where kind of Joy had me kind of like, bitch, like, girl, like, you didn't realize that the the sled was, like, kind of lightening it up just a little bit? Like, you didn't realize that? Like, that's what I was thinking, too. I was thinking that, too. Like, what's going on? Like, I mean, maybe she was just tired, which no, I can understand. It, it was a mountain climb. No. If I was tired, then I would have, and then I was going quicker, then I would have been like, I would, I would, and even then, even then, even then, I would have still been looking back to make sure nothing fell off because I'm not sitting here trying to like rely on my partner, even because my partner could be lying to me as well. I'm gonna always double check myself just to make sure I know that it's still. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But like, I just feel like in that situation, like I don't know, like I don't know, Joy. Anyways, but I don't know, like if that situation, if I was paired with Kazi again, knowing what happened in the pitching situation, I would have told her to pull it. Yeah. Right, I would just. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That don't make no stuff. Girl, that's such... I yeah. feel like we're going to spend... I, I'm, I think we're going to spend more of, of, like, this episode, of episode nine, talking about Joy and Causey, because Will and Avery kill it. 
Yeah, they define. Mm-hmm. They define. They didn't like. They didn't. And and I joined because I got the more edit because like Will and Avery, <clears throat> Avery didn't. Avery didn't do what she normally did. Like she was a little lazy, but like like she said, she's not athletic. Like as a lot of people assume she is. Mm-hmm. But, <clears throat> like Will and Avery did a pretty much good job. Like they did an all right job, but it was just really cozy. Like trying to make make it obvious but i was like is this the right moment to make yourself look obvious like to make yourself you know look like you know whatever whatever but i guess like win the money though you know what i mean so the the Mm -hmm. have their own separate little thing if they win i guess or i don't know how that situation works too much but like for me where Kazi took off all the money off of the sleigh, like, I wouldn't have necessarily done that. I feel like that's doing too much. And at that point, even if you're trying to make yourself look obvious, like, taking all of the money out, I, girl, I would have pushed you down the mountain. Like, I would have... <laughs> I mean, hey, you can only roll so far, you know. <laughs> You'll find out eventually. Right. But, um, so, and also, I'd like to correct myself. It was not three blocks, it was just two blocks of ice that Kazi took off the sled. Um... I mean, you know, they, they keep going up the mountain. They get to the top. Uh, Avery and Will get up there first. Not really any surprise. I will give Will this. He is very physically fit. Um, and he pulls that sled the entire way. Avery pushes it up the last little bit while Will's getting tired. But they get to the top. They have a lot of time left, too. Um, Joey and Cassie are trudging their way up the hill. They get to the top. And Will goes, we got all five of ours. How many do you have? And Cassie goes, Three. <laughs> and Joy looks so angry. <laughs> Do you hear? Like, I feel like me and Joy was on the same pace. Like, I will push this bitch down. The- <laughs> I mean, I would have too. Like, push it down. So they they go back and forth. Will's like, "What happened?" Joy's like, "I don't know." We had all five of them, and then Cassie does her best to try to make everyone suspicious of her. She's like. They just fell off the back, and I just didn't have enough energy to grab or something like that. Some, something. At, when she said that, I promise you, I promise you, cut the cameras. Cut, <laughs> cameras, cut the cameras. Because what do you mean? What do you, I know? Everybody, you saw every, every, you saw everyone's face. Y'all saw everyone's face. Like everyone was literally thinking that. Like, cut the fucking cameras. <laughs> cut the cameras. Literally. Because literally. Like, what is really going on here? Like, you didn't want to go. You didn't feel the edit. Like, y'all already late. Joy and Kazi was already late. So you didn't feel the need to, like... Because, like, obviously they were on a time limit, though. So let's just remind... They had two hours to get they, all the way up the top. They were on a time limit. So that's understandable. But if... I don't know. Like, I just feel like there could have been a better excuse. Like, you didn't feel like doing it. Girl, I will... Anyways, cut the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short, for this particular mission, they got $16,000 into the pot, which pretty good amount out of the 20k they could have had, yep. um, which we'll get to grand total in a second, because we do have one more mission that happens. But we do. We do. So, I don't even know if this really counts as a mission, as much as just, hey, how much money are you guys going to add to the pot? So, they're about to take another quiz, uh, and Alex is like, hey... So here are some briefcases. Each of these briefcases is worth a different amount of money. So one of them is worth $0, one of them is worth $1,000, one of them is worth $3,000, and one of them is worth $8,000. Um, so after the next elimination, whoever is left, so each of them is going to get a briefcase, and whoever is left after the next elimination, the value of their briefcase is going to get added to the pot. So 
for example, let's say I have the $3,000 briefcase and I'm eliminated, then it would be $9,000 getting added to the pot because the zero, $1,000, $8,000 briefcases are all still in the game. Um, and I would have thought on a surface level, they would be arguing over who would have the $8,000. Like everyone would want that briefcase. Yeah. You then have people arguing over who's going to get the $0 briefcase more than the, the any of the other values because they're like, oh, if I have that and I go home, at least I know that there's all that money's getting out of the pot anyway. Like, since when did all of you all choose to be selfless? Like, right. all of you, yeah, I was just, because it was mainly between Avery and Cossie who were trying to get that $0 briefcase. I'm like, y'all are trying to be selfless? Like, That's this is very unlike both of you. <laughs> That should have been a hint right there, like Kazi trying to like do when. Okay, so let's move on because like we um they they chose who had the cases. They chose who had the cases. Will obviously didn't want to choose the eight um eight thousand case because he again feels like he adds the most money, and then you know he was just like he already did enough for the for the group. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <clears throat> but we're at the table. Kazi decides. Once everyone makes their decision, because Kazi, uh, I think Avery's the one who had the zero dollar case, and Kazi had the thousand dollar case. Thousand yeah, dollar case. Kazi then decides, I really feel like I should take the zero dollar case. At that moment, I would have been like, no. I would have been. Like, uh, that's what I feel like Avery should have done too. Just didn't, and that like. Yeah. No, I would have been like, no, because regardless if I were to go home or not, why are you trying to switch now? That means subconsciously in your head, you think, and that's where I felt like Avery should have picked up at. Like, and that's why I, I was like, mm-hmm. it's better than Avery because Avery should have read her on that. Like, you trying to switch last minute after we all came to the conclusion, we all had the discussion, there was no more fighting, there was no more of this and there. Like, you should have, like, you know what I mean? Like, Asia should have, mm-hmm. I don't know. But so at the end, Kazi and Avery, they switch their. Yep. So at the end of the briefcase switch, uh, all the briefcases are doled out. Uh, The group was kind of like, well, whoever we think for sure is going to be in the next round is the person that we should give the $8,000 briefcase to. So everyone collectively just says, okay, Joy, you're getting the $8,000 briefcase. And I'm like, yeah, you know, mom's going to make it through. You don't have to worry about her. Um, And then Will gets the $3,000 briefcase. Avery gets the $1,000 briefcase. And Cossie gets what she wants and gets the $0 briefcase. And then we go to the last, the penultimate (laughs) quiz of the season. Um, and nobody's safe. No exemptions have been doled out. You got four players, all of them tr- striving to stay in the game. And Sam DMV, who went home? It is none other than Avery. Um, I was upset. I- I'll be real. I was upset. And not because I love Avery or anything. I think off camera, she's a lot more in- like fun and interesting than she was portrayed yeah. on camera. Um, and... But from what I have been able to see from her and from a lot of other people, Will was not the most nice person to be around this season. So they were all kind of hoping Will would go home, even if that meant they wouldn't get the $3,000 for the pot. Um, Well, with that, I feel like, and adding on to that, I just feel like, wouldn't it have been nice first season of the reboot for it to be an all-girl final? Like, they would have... Literally... This entire season, if we were only if we were going to get any men in the final, it would have either had to have been Pranav or Greg. If I was getting anybody else, I would have been bitter. Like two yeah. T's, capital B, seventy R's, bitter. Like, oof. Yeah. 
But yeah. um, so before we continue discussion, though, that added up. Uh, so because Avery went home, that meant the thousand dollar briefcase went with her. So Kasi brought the zero dollar briefcase through. Will brought the three thousand dollar briefcase through. Joy brought the eight thousand dollar briefcase through. So that brought their grand totals from this particular mission to eleven k. So as of right now, the pot stands at ninety six thousand five hundred dollars out of a possible two hundred and thirty five grand. Um, so there's that. Um, now before we talk about why Avery went home, what last time we'll bring it up this week, Pinky swear, Pinky promise right here. Uh, Avery mentioned in her behind the scenes video that she was talking to sandy the week that sandy went home like before the quiz right and avery said that she was pretty certain that the mold was classy right like she was that was who she had decided on right but she was still gonna hedge her bets because she wasn't she didn't want to guess and be wrong so sandy said screw it to this she she told avery she says screw it i'm going to go in all in on classy on this next quiz right turns out sandy went all in on Avery on that quiz. Oh. And that's why she went home. Sandy! Let me just... <laughs> so <laughs> Sandy is the reason Avery went home. Purple Sandy, exactly. Why? Purple Sandy why? Doing, her, doing her thing. But what? yeah, so Sandy's the reason Avery went home because Avery would circle back her suspicions to Cossie all the time. But because she knew she thought Sandy had went all in on Cossie and went home... She never guessed she wasn't aiming for Cossie on the lat quiz. So that's why Avery went home. It's just like Sandy, like y'all know. Y'all know. Wow. Sandy, yeah. why, why Sandy? Why like wh why Sandy? Like first off, for me, Sandy, you should have just went home first. Like you should have really went home first. At this point, I'm really just trying to figure out why in your head do you think the mole would deliberately go to you? To to you out of everyone in the to you to tell you that they have an inkling on someone who might be the mole. And then, two, why are you not in your head thinking about, well, hmm, if I was like, if I were the mole and I'm looking at Kazi and I'm looking at Avery, who could be more than, like, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and, and Purple Sandy. Purple He's Sandy. Like, that is, <laughs> yeah. Because, um, like, so, but then again, that makes Avery more, like, more reasonable, too, of her thinking, oh, it can't be Causey. That's why I'm going to focus on these other people, because she thought there was no way it could have been Causey. I feel bad for her, because yeah. she didn't get screwed up by her own intuition. She got screwed based off of something right. she thought was empirical fact, and that so, sucks. Right, when Avery, Avery looking at it, when Sandy goes home, Sandy, it's just like, okay, well, Sandy put the bet on Cosley, so if if Sandy went home, then that obviously means it can't be it can't be Cosley. And then my head, that, like, I agree with you. That fucked Avery up, because at a certain point, Avery was fucking up certain decisions, but I would have been mad if she was in the final. I would have, mm -hmm. because, I mean, like, Avery, you're doing, like, I mean, you're not doing a bang-up job, but, I mean... You and Joy were playing the same level of the game. And if I were to want Joy to get to the end, I have to respect that I want you to get to the end as well. Because really, true, to be honest, what was Will doing? Being annoying and being awful TV and making everyone that... Because I have yet to see a single person that has watched the season of the show that has been like, yeah, I loved Will. Will was super fun to watch. I don't know anybody who said that because yeah. he was just so toxic and negative. 
and brought the entire mood down the entire season, and it was just so irritating. I feel like I would have preferred Dom over Will any day. I would have preferred literally any male on this cast over Will. If we had to get a guy in the final, any, literally, not even any male, any person on this cast in that final over Will, based on the edit we got. I would have taken freaking Samara, purple Samara. I would have taken her to the freaking final three over Will. I would have taken Ose over Will to the final three. Like, this man is obnoxious and he is so cocky. And he just has this, like, massive ego. And apparently he's also a misogynist. But, like... Could we not... I mean, <clears throat> when I t- let me... You know, we'll discuss this on episode 10 because I have a lot to say about Will because I obviously... Mm-hmm. His little Twitter post as one before I got off of Twitter. Um, <clears throat> I've been seeing his Twitter posts and everything like that as well during during actually when the season was do, um, going and stuff. And yeah, like y'all, whoever's watching and whatever the case may be, y'all need to stop bigging this man head up. Like, please stop bigging this man head up. Like, I'm not gonna say too much because this is not that type of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't a Twitter space. We got to keep it moderately professional. Please, we want to keep it professional. We want to keep it so professional. We swear all all the time on here. It's fine. We can swear. We just can't go into like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, drama here. It, it like what? Like stop banging Will's head up for a for please. Because this man does not need it. Like he is totally fine without your. I mean, yeah, I, I think he's I. Physically attractive, yes. Okay. Very attractive. I hate the, his character, though. Like, yeah, like the type of. Yes. Guy, okay, yeah, you can look at him. Okay, cool, but not even for too long because this has been all bad. Because, like, I don't know. I guess me personally, like, he's just not my. But like, even then, too, it's just like you can look good, but when your personality, like, that's why we're a lot of people say personality matters because, like, you know, you can look good, and I want you to look good, but when you're personality it's just not giving and then you're like the way you act outside of the show is is showing that oh that's who you really are like you're really like that so it's just like that makes it even worse because it's just like you're really like that who would want to be around someone who wants to be such narcissistic and manipulative and so controlling as well like why would i why would anyone want to be around somebody that's controlling like that but i'm not gonna get into because you know I got a lot to say because I was about to start touching into episode 10, but I'm not going to say too much. I'm just going to. All right. So as of this point in the season, we are down to our final three competitors. We are down to Joy, Cassie, and Will. Um, the pot stands at $96,500 out of a possible $235,000. Yep. And next time we see you all, we're going to have, we're going to reveal not only who the mole is, who the winner is who the runner-up is. Uh, we're going to find our placements for our final three. Uh, we're going to tell you how much money they have in the pot because there is still one mission left to go. Uh, mm-hmm. Results of the final quiz. We're going to go into, hopefully, a little bit of the exclusive stuff that aired on Twitter, uh, YouTube after the fact that gave you some hints as to who the mole was. If you guys are still watching with us, which we really appreciate, even though the show came out a couple, week, uh, a couple weeks ago at this point, uh, go back and watch some of these older episodes because there are some hints buried through here that right. could tell you who the mole is. So if you want to look into that, go ahead and look into that. Uh, let us know who you think is the mole if you are not spoiled. Because I would love to see who you all thought. When your original watches, at this point, <laughs> who were your guesses? I'm just curious. 
Not no shade to me. These little those are most exposed. So sorry, y'all. But anyway, yeah. If this is the first episode you're watching, us talking about it, yes. Then yes, yeah. But yeah. So thank you guys so much for drinking some tea with us. And cheers. 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 Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 B